seven, six, five, four, three, two. The following program is rated TVMAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature. It's showtime. It is showtime, ladies and gentlemen, and a happy Father's Day to everyone out there who is a father. Even if you don't have a child, even though you maybe you have a pet or anything, happy Father's Day, everyone, and welcome here at the Circle Made Podcast. Of course, I am alone because, of course, it is Father's Day, but I will have the director joining me within you know the next 30 minutes here. But it's also TV's one I've been seeing, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome for another episode here, episode 155. Now, before we begin, do not forget, of course, that right above me, make sure that you are following not only just on the Circle Debate, but also uh, follow the Bloodline Entertainment Network, because you're also watching this on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Make sure you subscribe also to the YouTube channel, listen to it on Spotify, and on watches also on Twitch, besides Circle Debate, also on the Bloodline Entertainment Network on Twitch, ladies and gentlemen. Then welcome once again. Now, once again, before we start, another thing I also wanted to bring up for all my SoCal Pro Wrestling fans out here. Do not forget as well that we do have coming up on June 24th, this Saturday, we do have PCW Ultra that we're sponsoring. And of course, we're part of the sponsorship as well. As we have Vamonos Bang Bang Bang. It's happening Saturday, June 24th. So do not forget to tune in for you know to attend. If you haven't bought your tickets, buy them now because they do have a Father's Day special going on right now. Make sure you go to PCW, especially especially on their website. And also, I uh, will go ahead and bring it up here. Make sure you hit this link. Hit this link right here. Hit it right there. PCW right there. Slash so June 24th at everbright.com. That's where you can purchase your tickets now because it's they're selling like hotcakes. So make sure you purchase it. And here is the card so you guys can see it. That is right. Make sure for all your SoCal Pro Wrestling fans, attend. Make sure you purchase your tickets now before they sell out because they are selling hotcakes. And we will be there. Circle Debate will be there attending on June 24th at PCW, of course, in Wilmington, California, at the IWLE Memorial Hall. Make sure you guys attend there. Make sure you guys be there. And shout out to everybody who was in the chat already. Shout out to the J-Man, of course. 
Justin, man, much love, brother. Thank you so much for tuning in. And of course, the DOM, who was having a watch party yesterday for AEW Collision, which we'll talk about later on today. But shout out to the DOM, of course. Psycho Philly, Psycho Dom, of course, is going on. Yes, happy Father's Day to you, my brother. And yes, uh, that's, that's fine. I know that you, I, I saw that yesterday. I did see that, Dom. So, but I mean, I'm glad you, were st you still made it back on. So that I am very, very happy. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get into it now. Before I get into AEW, of course, it's time to get into some WWE. So it's that time. So, of course, you know, let's talk about what the hell just happened on Raw and SmackDown. Jesus Christ. I was really more in shock. But let's bring it up very, very quick. I'm going to go ahead and bring this up very, very, very quick. Raw was, of course, good to see the new, you know, women's champion, the new championship that was presented to Rhea Ripley. And... Reading Rotog's commentary as well, that stating that, you know, that bringing these belts is going back, according to him, more to the old school, more traditional for the championship, which I do kind of see that. I, I mean, it, which is fine. I mean, I actually enjoy it. Uh, good to see Seth Rollins with his new title, Roman Reigns, and Rhea Ripley, Oscar. Hopefully we get to see at least the tag team titles. Uh, that's the one we're waiting for. I mean, we do only have... You know, they have the unified tag team champions, you know, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. But are they going to give them belts? That's the biggest question there that I have. Are they going to give them that, you know, that belt there? That is a big question. And seeing what happened to Raw, especially with, you know, was Finn Balor really questioning himself. You know, his his judgment, they are doing great. But what about him? He's not doing much. And for him to actually be – and then from the from promo that Seth Rollins gave, of course, Finn Balor – the week before, when it was him and when it was Seth Rollins versus Damian Priest, that promo got to Finn Balor. It got to him to that point that he said, no, I really want my shot. Now I need to get my damn shot. And so he got it. And now he's, he will be facing Roman Reigns, excuse me, um, Seth Rollins at Money in the Bank for the World Championship, Raw the World Championship. So I'm excited to see that. I want to see what's going to happen there. And seeing Jada McDonough as well, that's a lot of questions. What's going on? Are we seeing... Are we saying maybe the future Finn Balor of going face again? I mean, that's the biggest question that we have there. Well, maybe so, maybe not. We don't know what is going through Finn Balor's mind. But now that he got his shot, I'm very, very happy for him now that he got that title. And I hope that match should be spectacular happening in Money in the Bank, which I'm looking forward to seeing. Rhea Ripley, of course, you know, I'm loving the fact her run is going fantastic. I'm enjoying it. Very, very, very happy. Yeah, wasn't really a big fan of the crowd hijacking. <laughs> I know, I know, Jay, man. Neither was I because I mean, just the whole time you couldn't really hear the, the you know, just the the segment between them two because of the crowd. It was a hot crowd that Monday Night Raw, which it was actually not bad at all. But I, you know, I am with you on that. It just they really, really kind of did not allow you know Finn Balor and Seth Rollins to speak too much. So I agree with you on that, Jay, man. That's for sure. But I'm looking forward to, you know, especially what's going on in Raw. I do like the fact that we're seeing, you know, Jonah as well getting booked very well. Uh, we're seeing a lot of Nakamura. We're seeing a lot, of course, Ricochet. Uh, Gunther, of course, the main event. Everybody saw the main event. Gunther and his uh, his other side man. I keep forgetting his damn name. Versus, of course, you know, set, you know, uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. It was a great match. I mean, Raw was not bad. Raw, as of late, has been very interesting. Has been very, very intriguing. And we're seeing a lot of this happening because of Papa H. You know, people keep saying, oh, Vince, what we're calling it. Well, Vince has no other choice to listen to Triple H now. Because now we have them in more, you know, we have Triple H more in control. He's more really out there putting 
the stars that he put on the you know on the rosters and i'm so happy for that and we're seeing that a lot especially on bra and i'm glad to see that and chad gable getting that win and that's another thing too that we're seeing now the face once again of chad gable uh which i'm really happy to see that um a lot of good things are happening Raw has been very investing very interesting smackdown the other thing is another th- shocker for the world uh especially you know i'll get into you know the bloodline but however i do want to get into charlotte and bianca belair that promo was awesome i really enjoyed i for me bianca won that promo she won that segment for her to say does didn't take me 14 times at least it took me one time to be the longest women's champion and i am invested to see this matchup now we're going to see of course charlotte versus oscar for the women's championship the winner of that will face bianca belair so we'll see what happens there but I am really, really invested, and I'm excited to see, you know, the outcome of, of course, uh, who will Bianca face. I mean, I hope – this is what I'm hoping for, and I think this might happen. We might get a triple threat match. Something tells me that we're going to get a triple threat match at Money in the Bank between these three women. That's what I feel that might happen here. I feel that we might see a triple threat match between these three women – and then eventually down the line, we might see maybe at SummerSlam, we might see, you know, Charlotte and Bianca, maybe. I have a feeling that Charlotte will lose. And then, of course, the triple threat match will happen. Charlotte will win again. Unfortunately, I know people are going to be like, why? Why would you say that? But it's going to happen. We're going to see that happening eventually, unfortunately. I do want Oscar's run to be more great. I just hope they don't cut it short. But something tells me. Because of Charlotte return, we might see that happening on Money in the Bank. We might see her, like I said, this could be a triple threat match, adding Bianca into this. This might end maybe a disqualification or no contest at all, double counter maybe between Charlotte and Oscar, and then we get Bianca saying to the screw it, I want both of y'all. I want that shot, and we get a triple threat match. And I think that's because could be the case that we could get to see here. Maybe that could happen. We don't know. We don't know that could happen, but I mean that that could be the case. That might happen in Money in the Bank, and we see Charlotte, of course, winning it. Of course, she says she don't she don't make lines. She she don't make lines. She is, you know, she created the line and all that promo. I mean, I really, really feel that Bianca won this. She really won this, you know, this promo. This segment was awesome. I like to see that. Oh, come on, Vince. Play for me. Come on. You gotta say it because I, I do I do like this. I like Ruthless this. Aggression. I like this ruthless aggression from Bianca Belair. I am enjoying it and I'm loving it. So I'm looking forward to seeing the more aggression of Bianca Belair. And I'm hoping we get to see that a lot. And she is, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. And sorry, Charlotte, you know, I have respect for you, but you know, it's the truth of what Bianca said. This is a new era. This is for the new generation. So this is not, you know, the Charlotte, you know, Charlotte Flair any longer. So, but something tells me we might end up seeing Charlotte winning the championship eventually. And then we might see Bianca and Charlotte at SummerSlam. I'm calling it right now. I'm saying it now. That could be the case, but we'll see what happens. Another thing that really shocked the world, and it it finally happened, is the bloodline officially over. It looks like it is. Because now we have Jay Uso, who just kicked out his brother Jimmy Uso, and him saying, and I'm out too. Super kicking Roman Reigns. Nobody expected that. I 
somehow kind of expected it. Oh, what is going on, my brother? Yes. Oh, I'm glad. Thank you so much, Bruce. I appreciate you very much for tuning in, brother. Yes. Little by little. Still, you know, still recovering, still there. So, can't, you know, that's why I can't do much as well. But I am recovering. Uh, but, yes, seeing the bloodline is this officially over. I feel like it could be over. Now, mind you, ladies and gentlemen, I know I couldn't get the, the video I wanted to post it. Cody Rhodes said this a while back during the promo before for the WrestleMania matchup that you're going to be officially by yourself. You're going to be just Roman. You're no longer going to be Roman Reigns. He called this. I hate to say it, but Roman Reigns, I mean, Cody Rhodes called this on Roman Reigns. He called it out, pretty much stating that, yeah, this is going to be over for you. It's going to be done. And. It's it's impressive to see finally now, you know, the Usos brothers now turning the back on Roman and their, and their other brother Solo Sequoia. So now it's already officially announced that at Money in the Bank, you will have Roman and Solo versus, of course, the Usos. And that's going to be interesting to see where this is going to turn out to be. How is this going to turn out to be? Is this the actual official? You know, that's the biggest question there. And another thing that I actually would like to see, I really wanted this on SmackDown. I actually wanted, of course, fought, I wanted, of course, <laughs> Lucio's father to come out. I really wanted him to come out. Rakishi, I really wanted Rakishi to come out accompanying, you know, his his sons. That could be the case. We might see that maybe a Money in the Bank. I hope we do see that. I was hoping it to happen this past Friday, to see it on SmackDown. I wanted to see it. I wanted to see Rakishi coming out and telling his sons, no fighting, the hell with this shit, the hell with Roman. That could have caused, created a lot of more intriguing investment of the story. But regardless of that didn't happen, this story still was invested, and I was truly invested of it. Mm -hmm. Seeing that, and it shocked me to see them finally doing this. But just remember, mind you, this is Cody Rhodes, the one that called it. Cody Rhodes did call it. Let's see what Jamie got to say. Uh, let's see. We were really starting where we we're going to see the route of Jimmy versus Jay. But that swerve was, yes, it dropped my jaw too, Jay, man. I couldn't believe what I saw that. I was just like, oh, man. It shocked the hell out of me. Um, I was really happy. I was really, really happy to see that. And where does this go? You know, where does this go to next? And that's the biggest question. Something tells me we might see uh, new members in this bloodline family. That might maybe make their, you know, their appearance on Money in the Bank. We might see that. We never know. That could be the case that we might be seeing it here. Uh, someone probably causing the Usos to chant the matchup. And could be the new members of the Bloodline. That could be the case. The question is who? That is, that's the biggest question. Who could it be? And wondering who would it be? That's the biggest question there that I'm really, really... Really, really invested to see of where this goes. So we'll, we'll see. But, I mean, it shocked me. And and then, of course, we heard the crowd and people didn't see it. If you want to go back, and you can look for it on social media. You know, the off-air. The fans were crazy. Shout out to the fans out there, of course, that were there. They pretty much chanted, you deserve it. <laughs> to Froman, it shocked me. It really, really shocked me for that. And it was, it was crazy. It was really, really crazy to see that, seeing Paul Heyman crying. And Vor Solo, he was still outside of Hurt, I believe so. So um, this really, really impressed me. And I was really, really happy to see that. Um, it was just, wow. 
Um, also, what I liked about SmackDown, unlike in the fact that we're seeing now, you killer, you know, Karrion Cross getting booked where how he's supposed to get booked. Even though I'm an AJ fan, I'm an AJ Styles fan, but I like this. Why not? Why not invest in the storyline? Uh, it was good to see Scarlett Bordet wrestling finally. We haven't seen her in wow. We can even go back to Lucha Underground. I mean, we really haven't. But it was great to see her finally be in the ring and with me and McGim. And it was a it was a great you know you know intergender matchup. And you can see Karrion Cross with his new finisher as well, and everything else. It's I'm loving this new version of Karrion Cross. I'm glad he's getting the recognition that he deserves. And I'm glad, and and especially that you're gonna be with AJ Styles. That's even way better. So I'm kind of happy to see that. I am really invested of seeing where this goes, and I hope it goes into Money in the Bank into a solid matchup. This was just a teaser for us. That's what I felt. I felt the teaser of that. And I'm really invested to see how far would it go. Another thing that I was invested was as well, of course, the pretty deadly, whatever the hell that does tag team names. But it's good to see them now getting their, you know, their recognition as well. They're getting up there. They're getting their tag team title shot against Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. I like that. Uh, at least I, I, we're now seeing the investment of the tag team division that we wanted to see. And we're getting that. And that's now the time that we've been, we could say we've been fighting for this for quite some time to see the tag team division to get, you know, get that push. And I'm kind of glad and I'm happy to see that. Um, another thing that I am, what is, what does this mean for, cam, you know, damage control? Does this mean it's the end? You know, seeing that, you know, Bianca Belair kind of costs, you know, Makito, I mean Makito, Yosuke, Sky, the the matchup against Selena Vega. Which, by the way, shout out to Selena Vega. She's getting pushed very, very properly, and I'm so happy. Excuse, excuse me, that she's getting pushed properly where she deserves. She deserves to get to that push, and I'm happy that she's getting that. And so is Santos Escobar. I just hope that you know the the rest of the LWO gets that push. They deserve to get pushed that too. Not just only Santos and Selena, but I'm happy to see that they're getting, you know, they're getting at least that push that we've been dying to see for. And we got it. Now we're getting that investment from them. And I'm happy to see that. At first, I will tell you that I was really fearful and doubtful of this LWO of how far would it take. But I'm, a, I'm assuming Papa H and Rey Mysterio got, a, you know, they talked about of how they're going to invest it. And they absolutely invested so much of it that I was really, really happy to see that. So I, I'm i looking forward to seeing, seeing this push. Could she be maybe the winning the money in the bank? I hope so. But, you know, we'll get into that hopefully, you know, next week, you know, before, of course, we, before the event starts, we'll get into it. Uh, we'll do a little quick, you know, predictions of it. It'll be a quick one we'll do, but I'm looking forward to seeing how that's going to turn out to be. And, you know, SmackDown and Raw has become more invested, especially that we're heading into, you know, into Money in the Bank we're, and seeing these push investment. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward. Now, we got news now, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, that is the news of Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre. As we all know, well, let's all know with first to start with Drew McIntyre. As we all know, McIntyre, of course, in WWE had a little fault out. 
course, you know, because of his contract and, you know, and his bookie. Everybody was fearful and everybody was like, okay, are we going to see the, this is the end? Is This is the end of McIntyre and WWE. And good thing is we did not get that. And now they agreed to come back. Biggest question is, will we see McIntyre the money in the bank? That's obviously, that question's out. It's out. I don't think he's going to be there. Maybe, maybe he'll interfere in the Roman May, you know, Roman May match, maybe. Or maybe the Seth Rollins. We don't know. But now we see Drew McIntyre is returning. We don't know where would he be and how would he be. And it's the same for Bob La- Bobby Lashley. Now we know that he's going to be returning. He took time off, of course, for personal reasons. And now that he's back, we don't know how he's going to get booked. Are we going to see him get booked? Um, that's and where is he going to get booked? And biggest question here is how they're going to book these two guys. Are they going to give them the title shots immediately? That is the biggest question that we have. Though. How would you book these guys? Comment anybody and let us know how would you book Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley? Would you give them the title shots immediately? Who would you have face for the main series? Who would you have facing Roman Reigns? I honestly would like to have Bobby Lashley. I don't think we've seen Roman and Lashley one-on-one in quite some time. I would like to see that again. I would like to see Bobby Lashley get that shot. I hope he does. So, I mean, let's hope that he does, and, and we'll see. And, you know... Drew McIntyre, I wouldn't mind him going back heel. And uh, if we do see him going heel, why not with Seth Rollins? It'll be a, a great push for Rollins as a face. And a good push for, you know, McIntyre. Or give us, give us, how about we, we get McIntyre and Gunther finally? We've been wanting to see that. We want to see, we want to see, excuse me, Drew McIntyre. And Gunther, we want to see that match. Why not give Gunther a challenge for that Intercontinental Championship? Why not? Why the hell not? Why would you play games with me? I'm not playing games. That could be the case. I wouldn't mind to see that. Even Lashley with Gunther. Gunther needs that push as well. And mind you that he's trying to break the Honky Tonks men's record. This could be the opportunity for him to get that push with these matches, which either one of these guys which I wouldn't mind to see. I would like to see more McIntyre and Gunther. I think that will be, wow. I will lose my mind of that, and I will, Jesus, I will, wow. It'll be a hell yes. It would be a hell yes. That is for sure. I I mean, comment below, ladies and gentlemen. What do you guys think? Where will you book Bobby? Drew McIntyre, how would you book him? Would you book him? Who would you book him with Roman Reigns? Who would you book him with Gunther? That is the biggest question. So, I mean, right now, ladies and gentlemen, I am waiting for the director to come in as he'll be joining me shortly, as we'll be talking for AEW shortly. But, you know, before I'll continue here with WWE, and like I said, a lot of these, it, it it's, invest, it's very, very invested to see what's going to happen. Uh, with WWE, loving where the direction is going. Let's see what J-Man got to say. Last year, getting a title shot immediately would be really just a throwaway. Drew would as well if it's right away. Drew should get one later with Seth's run. I agree. That's why I feel maybe so. But also I want to see as well, 
I want to see them and Gunther. That's one thing I've been dying to see. We haven't seen that in God, and I don't know the indie scenes. This has been it's been a long time. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing that. The same with Lashy. I wouldn't mind seeing Lashy going after Gunther too. I think we. I would like to see Gunther get that push. I hope he does, but who knows? That big. This, this is the biggest question. This is the biggest question there, PJ man. But I agree. I mean, I I'm with you that too. I mean, who knows? Excuse me. Oh man, it's from the coffee's coming in. But yeah, who knows? We'll see. And uh, I like I said. I mean, I don't know what's going to be the next step for these two individuals. I'm glad at least to know that they're coming back, and I'm glad that they return. And another thing too, which I forgot to include here, Randy Orton, another person that is on his way back. It looks like him. It's longer than we expected. You know, of course, the injury, it's the back. It's very, very, you know, tragic to, you know, hopefully not. We don't see Randy retire, you know, so we don't even know how is that going to turn out to be. And um, that's a big question there. I mean, where will we see Randy Orton in this? That is the big question there. Where will, we see, where will we see Randy Orton? How will we see Randy Orton? So, I mean, that's, another, that's a big question there. I, I, I don't it's tough to see, you know, these guys. And also, don't forget, also, Ed, you know, Edge is on his way retiring. And he mentioned that he's going to go ahead and retire in Canada. And the biggest question is, when are we going to see that? Who is the, Who's going to retire, Edge? Well, meaning more his last match. It's not going to be his, like, he loses and he retires. It's the biggest question. Where will we see Edge? And it goes likewise with these two individuals, too, where will we see the booking? I'm looking forward to seeing how these two individuals get booked. And I am very invested of in how will they get booked. And I'm hoping they book them very well and getting the time where they deserve. But we want, obviously, of course, you know, we do want at the same time the talents that we're seeing right now to get continue with their push. I wouldn't mind seeing these two guys going here. I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. But we you know we'll see and we'll see what happens. We'll definitely see what happens there. Let's see. Uh, give Seth a good run. Eventually lose to Drew so he can finally get the world title run in front of the people. And then he eventually. Yeah, that could be the case too, Jay, man. I wouldn't like mind that either. I wouldn't mind seeing Gunther and Drew McIntyre maybe WrestleMania next year. You know, Gunther did say he wanted to main event next year. He doesn't care with who. So, I mean, that's very, very intriguing and investing to see. We don't know if that's going to turn out. That's really, really, really very, very true. So, I mean, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing that too, Jay, man. I wouldn't mind seeing that matchup as well for Drew McIntyre if he gets a title run, which he does deserve to have one in front of a crowd. He hasn't got one. So, we'll, I hope he does. I really, really hope he does. So, I mean, who knows? Who knows how we're going to get this? And like I said, I've been, ladies and gentlemen, just waiting for the director to come in. But I, of course, he is coming in in a few minutes. I'm just waiting. Oh, come on, Chris. Hey, we got to hurry up because we got to talk about Dynamite here. But yes, I know, ladies and gentlemen. I know. I know that it's taking a little bit forever. So yeah, I apologize for that. I know that normally I will have a lot more to say. But obviously, it saved the rest for it. Of course, I'm just waiting for Chris to come in. So we go ahead and talk about Dynamite. I'm just waiting for him to come in. But he should be coming in shortly. 
just waiting for that. So, I mean, if you have any comments, any questions, comment below while I'm waiting for Chris, trying to see, you know, I just want to get, you know, everybody's thoughts. What are your thoughts, especially with SmackDown and Raw? Where would you put the blind, bloodline? Who would you put in the bloodline? You know, looking at the divisions, looking at everybody else, who else should be in the bloodline? That's the biggest question there. Who should join Roman Reigns and Solo Sequoia? Well, and the biggest question here is, will we see Solo leaving? That is the biggest question. If we see Rikishi coming out, accompanying his, his sons, and then we see Solo looking at his father, and we see Rikishi telling Solo, hey, <laughs> don't turn back on your sons. I mean, your brothers. Who knows? We might see that. We might might see that. So who knows? We might see that or not. I mean, it's the biggest question there. So we'll see what happens there. And yes, he is here, ladies and gentlemen. He is here, ladies and gentlemen. That is yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Let's. Oh man, the man of the hour on the hour every hour. Here he is. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. The director himself, but the one and only Chris Kennedy. What is going sure. on? What's going on, man? I'm excited That's... to be here on a Sunday morning talking about Dynamite from 92 <laughs> hours ago. Oh, yes. 92 hours of Dynamite. That's absolutely right. But, man, happy Father's Day because I know you're a father of cats and, I mean, your pets, everything else. You yeah. Know, I'm, I'm a cat dad. That counts, right? Yeah. yeah that, does, that does count. Absolutely. Sure. Yes. For sure. Oh, yeah. And, of course... You already know that time, Jason Joe. It is that time because we're going to talk about it. You know what time it is because even the director said it. It was 90, yeah, 92, 96 hours, 92 hours ago. I believe so. But oh, yeah, let's yeah, get into it. Nick Nolte movie from the 80s. <laughs> it's time. It's time. It's Dynamite. Dynamite, ladies and gentlemen, it happened, of course. Yes, 92, 96 hours ago. Of course, we're going to talk about it, of course, before we even get into collision, because we want to talk about this mainly, uh, especially because uh, I can say that director Vid really, I'm telling you, he's a Nostradamus of this, because he, he called it right away, especially, I was shocked that this was the first fucking match. Then the, the, the <laughs> pass was shocked the shit out of me, was the a, you know the AEW World Championship Eliminator matchup, but then you did, you did call it, though. You did As call it last Adam week. Cole, Adam Cole being the, the next feud or? The next feud. I called that, call that too, but wow, did they have a title fight. Break it down. What were your thoughts match. of this opening matchup? Wow. Wow. Uh, <laughs> they opened with a five Modelo match for sure. I Anyone who thinks otherwise is wrong. You can go watch fucking WCW from 1996 if you don't like this shit. Um, <laughs> anyone who can't wrestle is wrong. He's no longer using the Miz's angle where like I'm a champion, but I'll never I'll, I'll find my way to not wrestle. He's not doing that. He is wrestling and doing it on a dynamite. We were blessed because we know that he's better than us and we know it. <laughs> um, fantastic match. Holy shit. I so many things made sense at the end as and I was blown away by a couple things. Um so at the beginning of the match, they had said obviously 30 minute time limit. Right. And I didn't think anything of it 
but the, when I when I knowing how the match ended, I was like, oh, they said it. What they emphasized on it, I feel like a little bit more than usual. But I didn't pick up on that because I didn't think it would be contextual to the match. Right. But when the, how the match ended, I was like, oh, that makes sense now. The why they made sure to make it a point that this had a time limit. Yes. And boy, oh boy, um, great use of the ref. Uh, was it Bryce Remsburg was the ref for this? Or I believe it- so. You're right. Yeah, I think it was Bryce Remsburg. Yeah, and yeah. fucking tastic timing by him. He is the one that can't. I'm the director, but he he kept this match on the rails. I don't know. I'm pretty sure they have their in ear monitors. I don't want to ruin the baseball for you, <laughs> but somebody had to have been feeding him every single moment of that match because he was not looking exactly where he didn't need to look right. when he got laid out and they tried to pull the Eddie Guerrero move on him and then he got up and then didn't look and gave Adam Cole the chance to use the belt. Uh, spoiler alerts. Um, he didn't look and see when MJF put on the diamond ring, but he knew and he was able to blindly stop the ring from being used. Loved that. But the end of this match to time it as perfectly as you did to have the 30 minute time limit bell ring at 2.999 like that is, Mm -hmm. it makes me wonder if that was officially the absolute real 30 minutes or if they just rang it at whatever time that pin came, because it was so, <laughs> it was so perfect, and it got me. They got me. I was like, oh fuck, they figured it out, and they did it they so clever. I was like, oh wow, because Adam wasn't gonna lose a pinfall. MJF wasn't gonna lose a pinfall. Oh no. And wow, just wow, just this could have ended the night, and they could have gone. They could have gone dark immediately, yeah. and you would have been like, what the fuck. <laughs> They could have really hit the lights and been like, that's the end of the match. See you guys next week. I would have been like, God damn it. I would have loved that. But five-star match across the board, absolutely. Um, I love the elbow, which I love that MJF is doing big spots and not playing the uh, I'm a shitty champion who doesn't wrestle move. He's doing the, you know, he's taking the risks. He's getting the move set in. Uh I think Adam Cole definitely injured his elbow on that because if you saw the way the elbow landed, yeah. literally went like this onto yeah. Adam Cole. And I'm like, dude, that could have broke his arm. That yeah. could have broke his anything. And he at least has a bruised like b- bone, uh, which can happen. And wow, just just I don't even know what else happened this this dynamite besides that match, bro. Like I I can rewatch that for sure. I honestly but I, think I, don't think I, I don't think I paused for one second for like 10 minutes right now. So like that's no, not- no, 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 you're no I, you you're, pra- you're praising it. And I agree. I think this should have been the main event, honestly. And I thought it was going to be the main event. Honestly, I thought it was going to be, you know, the Hangbugs and Blackpool being be the first matchup. But then this turned out to be the fucking first one. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with it. I ain't mad at it. I love that they did this. Yeah. I love that they did it. But it makes sense, though, because... It makes sense. It makes sense to guarantee your TV time remaining. Right. Yeah. So that does make sense. But also, I don't think that was the plan. I think the plan was to have it come out first and just... Just fuck our day up perfectly. With just <laughs> never opened with a shitty anything, and very rarely with a twenty minute rock promo like old SmackDown did. Yeah, but I mean, you called it the way how this match is going to continue now because yeah, of the way how it ended. I wanted to. Oh yeah, there's going to be I, no time limit. It's I don't think it's going to be an Iron Man match because we just saw MJF beat the shit out of Daniel Bryan with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what it'll be. I have no idea. There, I mean, it, it could be like. Um, 
like a like a Palm Beach match or some kind of Florida match or you know like something that Adam Cole comes up with we've never seen before mm-hmm. or just a match which I would love but MJF always has some kind of trials so they, I don't think it's going to be a vanilla match at all. What yeah. up, Clark Street? That's right. Shout out to Clark Street, ladies and gentlemen, on Twitter watching us. Thank you so much, man. That's right. And of course, we. This is another one that, mind you, that I was. I did go netty. I ain't gonna lie. I went netty because we finally get to see what we haven't seen, not even in WCW, and that is this one right here. The some Sammy Guevara a segment, of course, and then you know what's what's gonna happen. You know, we know what he knew was gonna happen. Of course, Starby came out, and then you know, congratulating him. He's gonna be a father. Congratulations, Sammy. He's gonna be having a girl. And then of course Jericho coming out, you stupid idiot! Why are you? What? How come you, you never talked to me? Why you ever talked to JAS? And of course Sammy and Jericho going at it. Then we see Sting coming out, and we haven't seen this. I actually lost my shit. I went netty because I haven't seen Jericho and J- and and Sting ever faced each other. Not even in WCW. I literally went back to see if they ever faced each other in WCW, and it never did, ever. Yeah, no, seeing, I mean, seeing Jericho were in two different worlds at that point. You know, Jericho was TV champion and lightweight champion. Sting was, you know, up in the Wolfpack or fighting NWO. So they were completely two different worlds of, of, of script back then. Yeah, yeah definitely a pay-per-view quality match, like for sure. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, Justin. I completely Tell agree. Tell me if I, Tell me you know what I hate about Phil, man, is I say that on the daily. Like, I love that line so much. I just love that line. I hate that he had to, I hate that I have to give him props for that, Phil. Thank you. <laughs> but man now are we gonna it's funny because jericho mentioned on his podcast well it's not just recently he's like he said i don't think this ever will happen i don't think him and i will ever ever and i wouldn't want to i don't think he would want to waste his time to work with me. and it's fun and i felt like no this bullshit this is all fucking kayfabe and it was now we're getting it we're fuck we're, we're are we gonna get jericho and sting one-on-one here in AEW? If so, director, are you invested of that? And how would you book this match, especially? Well, take it away. I, I, I don't hate this because we've never seen it before. And it's both guys in their third prime, or mm-hmm. for Jericho, like his ninth prime or his eighth prime. Right. Uh, to be fair, Jericho never falls out of a prime. Uh, right. And seeing, you know, having this still on this amazing resurgence where he's getting in the ring, he's basically New Jack at this point. <laughs> Which I love. I love, that shit. I, love no. I love that he's new jacking it up um and introducing himself to a bunch of kids of fathers on Father's Day who you know grew up watching Sting through the eras. Mm-hmm. And even older than that, I'm sure there's grandpas that grew up on the Blade Runners. So uh you know, I was around back then and I'm not a grandpa, so it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I like this. This is a configuration we haven't seen yet. This is something fresh, essentially. Uh, we're not seeing the same old, same old. This isn't like Jazz versus Best Friends or the Elite, oh, that's versus, right. or the elite versus uh, Black House or House of Black. So, yeah, I'm cool with this. Um, where is Sammy's loyalty lies? Is it going to lie with who got him to the dance or is it going to lie with himself who's going to get him to the next stage of his life? Right. That is the story going on here. Um, I'm, as I'm speaking, predicting it now that Sammy is not only going to, he's going to use Darby and Sting's help a little bit, but he's going to turn on them. But then he's also going to turn on Jericho and do it his own way. He's going to kind of do a Ricky Starks thing where he don't need nobody. Um, And that would be kind of cool. That would be the big face turn for him to get to the top is to abandon all allies 
and say he finally wants to do it on his own because he's always been associated with somebody. So I like see, that. So we're gonna see Sammy going face, and he's gonna go solo. He's. I that, think that's what's gonna happen. I think he's. I think he's gonna want to do everything on his own now. He's always been in Jericho's shadow. He's. He was in Inner Circle. He was in Pinnacle. He was in Jazz. He was in any version of Jericho in uh, AEW since he's debuted. Um, I think he might agree with you too. You look yeah, at that yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think he's gonna lay out Darby. Then he's. People are gonna be like Jericho's gonna celebrate, and then he's gonna lay out Jericho. Ah, that could be. I I, I would love that as much as oh, I love Jericho. Mm-hmm. I I don't I don't you know whatever Jericho does is the right answer. Obviously, so that's <laughs> what I want to happen. And not only that, you know what you know what also I could what could have happened as well was let's say they do book this as a tag match first of all, right? Maybe that could be the, the beginning of it. And then when when then we're gonna get you know Jericho and Sting by one on one and this is what I feel like maybe we could see the end of Sammy leaving him just walking out on Jericho it's like you know what screw you I'm not mm-hmm. gonna be you know make, you know costing Sting the match the hell with you and him walking away that'll be something too from there so there's there's a lot of scenarios especially like you, you mentioned it all of that could work and I don't but it's just I'm curious how they're gonna do it though I mean if they could do it the way how you said it or they could do it you know with this too you know, because we've been dying to see this match with Jericho and Sting. So, I mean, like, maybe this could be the direction, too. I don't, who knows? I, that's, a, that's a big, big question. Right. Oh, shut up. What's going on, Courtney? Appreciate you, sister. Yes. Courtney Holland in the house. What yes, up, bro? Right. What's going on? What's going on, Courtney? Appreciate you, sis. Tuning in. And, of course, we do got, with that happening, of course, the matchup happened right next. Mongo, you know, of course, Mongo Embassy versus Darby Allen in Orange Cassidy and Keith Lee, for God's sakes. He did not came out with the fuck. Ooh, did he kick? Oh, good. No, it's all good. I, I'm little, I got my copy here, too. Yeah, Target brand. Mm. I'm just glad I didn't see Keith Lee with a damn wizard fucking coat, you know, shit around him. Thank God I didn't see that. Um, he needs to change that fucking game. I'm, I'm sorry, Keith Lee. That Wizard of Oz shit is not working out for you. But right. This match was was actually was really good. It was good to see Darby flying out. See, you know, Orange Cassidy. It was good. It's it's crazy to see Orange Cassidy tagging with you know with Sting and Darby. It is you know, and Keith Lee to be in part of this too. So it's one thing I'm happy though. I'm happy that Blee's you know shout out to Brian Cage. He's getting booked now. How we've been wanting him. We've seen him in the Indies. We see how he's been booked, and I'm happy he's getting booked. How he you know he's I am because I seen him in the Indies. And he is finally getting booked when he's getting booked. Even though he's not getting picked properly, I know the right that. Hey, I know you got a lot to say. But I'm at least happy he's getting some TV time at least. That's the only thing I will say. But other than that, Smash was solid. It was great. Good to see it. Um, you know, it just, eh, I, I, I don't know. This Mongo Embassy, I can't tell you that I'm invested, to be honest. I don't. I just can't. I can't see Storm Strickland with this. I just can't. I don't know. I, I don't. I, I'm not sold. I'm not invested. You got to get somehow invested in this fucking, you know, this faction. I don't know, director. You tell me. What are your thoughts on matching? Yeah, break it down. There's a lot to unpack, but I'll do it quick because I don't want the <laughs> segment. I don't want our segment to last longer than their segment. Uh, first of all, <laughs> this is technically not Mogul Embassy, even though it's listed as such. This is the kingdom with Swerve Scott, correct? Uh yes. Mo- yes, yes Mogul yes. Embassy is Swerve. Uh, oh, mm-hmm, that dude from TNA, and then that baseball guy that fucked up his face. Yeah, I forgot what was his fucking name. I know he's talking uh, about too. Ditch, Tretch, Tretch, Tretch. Yeah, yeah right. there you go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his real name's like Brandon Vasper. He's a baseball player who 
go look him up. He, yeah, um, he went through some shit definitely because about five, two, three years ago, he did not look like that. Uh, and I'm not judging tattoos, but something has to happen for you to go from no tattoos to fully face tats. Um, so I, I, I think I don't know if Mogul Embassy combined with Kingdom. Is that what that happened? Um, or is this? I don't know. I, I, it's all I know is that Prince Nana combined these two guys. I mean, these three guys would. With uh, Swerve, because Swerve and, runs Global Embassy, who is Swerve in those two those two big dudes. Yeah, but I think which, I, I didn't hate that. I, I like that as like a trio, which was cool because they had like Death Row vibes to it for me. Yeah. Um, but this is again is all factions wrestling, um, so it's a little confusing when you try to figure out like what team is what team is is the firm with the mogul like who's who's who where what where are the lines drawn in the teams. And then as far as like the face side of things go, it's basically what face guys do we need to book to get on TV? It's like, yeah. okay, so Sting and Darby really don't have any reason to be in this other than Orange is feuding with Swerve. Keith is works for the title. Keith is feuding with Swerve for whatever reason. Um, decent enough match. I don't agree with you on the booking because Brian Cage took another pin loss. I know that, but I'm just saying so on TV like time. 12 in a row on, it's 12 in a row on TV for sure. Yes. Uh, shout out to Brian Cage dressing like, as I mentioned, Sting from the oh, Blade Runners, right. the original yes. outfit. I love that. That was a little Easter egg that Excalibur had to bring up because y'all too young to know who the fuck that was. <laughs> <laughs> um, give give Darby, not Darby, uh, Orange like another couple months, but I think the angle is that he's physically getting exhausted and he needs to lose the title for him to remain sane. And losing it to Swerve would make plenty of sense and I would not hate that. Hmm. If it's going to be to anybody, Swerve would be the choice for me. I agree. I wouldn't mind to see Swerve actually winning the international championship from Orange. Right. Uh, even I, can't, I can't think of a second better choice for sure. Right now to see this roster, really we can't. I mean, we did see, of course, the segment what happened, which I'm very quick. I mean, we did see, of course, Zach Zomber Jr. challenging him, of course, for the international title, not for at Forbidden Door, which we're going to see that. So I'm looking forward to see how that match is going to be. I mean, we did see Orange and Will Ospreay last year. That was a fucking awesome match. Now, this year we could see a good one was Zack Somber Jr. So we don't know how that got to turn out to be, but, you know, that's another time. By the way, that's next week because we'll, we're all, we're heading into that prediction anyways next week for Forbidden Door anyways. Right. Another matchup that I was uh, – <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, but we'll get into collision. But other than that – Warlow defended the TNT Championship against Jake Hager. With shout out to Jake Hager, uh, he did took a lot of this that power bomb. Jesus, I didn't think he was going to power bomb Jake Hager like that. I did not expect it. Honestly, I did not. I thought I think this was going to be like a roll up pin. I thought that that's what it was going to win, but did not surprise. It surprised me how Warlow won and clean. I guess you could say, you know, to Jake Hager. It is weird that we didn't see nobody accompanying Jake Hager like that. Uh, that's what really true. Oh, yeah. I mean, the hat. Yeah, the hat. He loves that hat. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's probably the only thing that has under the hat as company. <laughs> Who knows? But man, what are your thoughts about this TNT title match? And break it down, brother. What were your thoughts on it? Yeah, the match wasn't really the story. The story was getting uh, a defense to Wardlow, and I mean, yeah, they did technically job out a former world champion, which is a wild sentence. But that does kind of, you know, it's supposed to bump uh, Wardlow up a little bit, and no one's going to remember if. There's a resurgence of Jake Hager. They're never going to come back to this match and say, but he got jobbed out to Wardlow. Mm-hmm. Uh, the story of this match was getting this match out of the way and then the backstage where they attacked Arn again, and we're going to get something with Luchasaurus and Wardlow. 
Uh, that storyline is not over. Um, I don't know where it's going. If it's not to Luchasaurus winning the belt, which again would bring back the hot potato theory about well, we're that. Belt. Get into collisions. Wait till we get to collision. I'll tell you. So um, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but I'll tell you. Right. Yeah. Cause I, I did not watch it. I didn't have time. I had to watch actual fights last night. Um, yeah. So I don't know how to <laughs> talk about that one. Um, yeah. That's it. The story was just moving on to Luchasaurus probably challenging for this belt. And poor JK, you're ready to be the victim of this. <laughs> oh yeah i know definitely i mean we'll see yes oh happy father's day to you my brother appreciate you happy father's day happy father's day travel chief you know Devin is a father of course as well happy father's day bro yes absolutely all right and then we get ah, the AEW women's championship of course tony storm versus sky blue and i know saraya's on vacation that's what she hasn't been around but man, I wow! I did not expect <laughs> Ruby Soho and Tony Storm spray fucking can her mom. <laughs> she took it like a champ. I'm telling you that right fucking right now. I, I was really shocked and surprised that she took it like a woman like that. Like I was like Jesus for her to take it that way. But this match was really solid. I'm happy to see Sky Blue getting the push that she's getting the push. Um, and now we're getting to see that more. And she, you know, shout out to her. Uh, this was actually was a really good match. I'm kind of happy to see now more Tony Storm, the heels storm that we've been wanting to see, and her being you know the AEW Women's Champion. I'm I'm loving it. I'm invested. Uh, it just I, I like it. I, I really like it, and I hope it continues and her reign can last for quite some time. But this match was solid. I enjoyed it. I just uh, shout out to her, Sky Blue's mom for taking the fucking spray can. Jesus Christ, all that shit. One thing I want to say, Sky Blue kind of did fucked up on a, you know, you know, throwing herself in towards him. Uh, yeah, it was a little botch right there. Uh, oh, the Sky. suicide dive to, to the yeah. other two? Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> she works six. I love her. I'm looking at no wrong right now. Um, yeah. I'll break it down. I love, I, love, I love that they're giving her TV time on um, not just like dark or whatever. Um, Sky Blue is an up and comer. She's charismatic. She's. Kind of got of the, she's kind of got a little bit of the Rocky Maya Via thing going for her, but that's fine. She's totally stoked to be there, and I love that for her. Uh, <laughs> I, do, I do love that she just wears like Nikes to the ring or something or Converse. That's awesome and wild, and fuck your ankles up every day. And that, <laughs> that, was, that was fine. It did the damage you needed to do. She was protecting her mom, and you know, she's probably seeing blue at the time. And I do yeah. love that she's in this, she's in the title picture. She's literally only been wrestling she's like 19 she's been wrestling for like two three years and she is in the title picture that is amazing i love that they're taking that chance and i don't think there's any reason they shouldn't ah yeah i totally agree but it was it was not a bad match it was actually solid i actually the match itself you know the story wasn't the match the story was the loser angle with the spray paint and all yeah that. yeah i'm cool with that because the match itself was pretty good and she did hit that i mean essentially it's just uh spinning <laughs> driver it's not it's like a totally normal move she just happens to hit that, it. right she just happens to hit it from a 90 degree angle which is all you have to do to make something your own and i'm cool with that yeah absolutely i was cool with, i mean it was like i said it was a good segment it was awesome uh i mean it was a good, good match excuse me and then we, i, I don't want to get too much into the segments because it was like i said next week we did get the segments of course which i forgot to mention mgf is now tanahashi's challenging him for the belt we saw that uh and now it's official. First, he's like, nope, I don't want it. Screw you, Tony Khan. He said that, no. Uh, 
But uh, for you know, Tony Khan doesn't give a damn. He booked it, and of course, we did see that uh, uh, Sonata put his IWGP World Heavyweight Title on the line with an open challenge, and Jungle Boy answered and telling Hook, "Would you be my part? Would you be my friend about coming to me on his side? Could you?" And just Hook like, "Yeah, huh, yeah, whatever." <laughs> I'm like, "Okay." So we're getting that. Uh, which, uh, like I said, next week we're gonna get into that for sure. The whole card that's gonna be interesting to see. Uh, main event time, of course. We got Blackpool Combat Club versus the Elites. The Elite, which is they're called Hangbooks. And yeah, I I, <laughs> I know you got something to say about this shit. I know I'm you do. Trying to think of anything better than Hangbucks. No. <laughs> Young man's no. is it young man? I don't even know what the fuck they were. Calling. I don't know. I, I can't think of anything better, but I definitely can't think of anything worse. <laughs> like it's definitely supposed to be ironic, and that's fine. You know, so whatever. And uh, this match was, uh, it was okay. I wouldn't. It, it was good to see Hangman and Moxie started off. Is it, it just for me? It was it was good. It was good overall. I I actually did enjoy it. Uh. Good to see Hangman and well, really shot me was good to see them coming in and coming out all in dressed as cowboys. That's when what the hell, and you know to see Adam. Hang- We're seeing now the old school Hangman that we used to saw when they were the elite in the beginning when they all came in together. Remember that? We're seeing that old version of Adam of Hangman Page. This was awesome. I actually really enjoyed it. Uh, of course, you know the elite would win, and then of course we did see uh, the attack right after. Then Konoshika Takeshita came out, and then we saw Kenny Kenny Omega coming out, attack Konoshika Takeshita, and then Will Ospreay made his appearance, beat the hell out of, out of uh, Kenny Omega, and the crowd went fucking nuts. I went nuts when I saw. I love Will Ospreay. I'm a big fan of Will Ospreay. I don't give a damn what everybody says. I that man deserves to be anywhere where he wants to be. But man, I really enjoyed this main event. I even though, like I said, I thought it was going to be the MJF and Adam Cole one, but I was happy that I opened one. So it doesn't matter. So this dynamite was not bad at all. It did really open up a lot because we're a week away from fucking Forbidden Door, so they have to do all this shit now. You know, booking especially for that. And man, it's just there's a lot of a lot of shit happening, man. So I mean, give us your thoughts, director. What were your thoughts about this main event and the aftermath as well? Yeah, the match. I don't think the story of the match was what was inside the ring for at least the, the match itself. Uh, it was Brian Danielson on commentary and right. bring, bringing up the statistic that uh, they Blackpool combat club has never lost as long as Brian is in the match. Right. And they did not bring up, but I know for a fact that every time they lose, it's Wheeler getting pinned. And that's mm. what happened again here. And we already know Brian's thoughts on the little shit. And I don't know if that's what they're running with, but that's what the those are the seeds that I feel are being planted. <clears throat> uh, I think that should have been Daniel Garcia 100% since the beginning. Um, and strange decision to put Wheeler in there, but I mean, whatever. And uh, as far as Will Osprey coming in and hitting the hidden blade on Kenny, whew, uh, I think they're going to have to do 50 50 booking. What's up, Jocko? It's well on Jocko. Um, at, at forbidden, yeah. at forbidden door. I don't see Kenny winning. He beat him at the Wrestle Kingdom, correct? He beat Will Ospreay. Uh, yes, he did. Yeah, he so did. I, I think Kenny's going to take that loss. I don't think they're going to have Kenny go zero and you know two and zero against Will Osprey when you're trying to build up a guy like that. I think that uh, 
it's finally time Will gets that, that coveted win. I agree. I think it's. I hope time. he doesn't kick out. I hope he doesn't kick out of the one winged angel, though. Only one, one or two people have ever done that, and I don't like it when that happens. But uh, I definitely want to see him counter it with like some cutter or something. I think the only one that ever did was Okada and Jericho. Well, that's right, Jericho. I fucking yeah, I forgot feel about like Jericho. That. I feel like Jericho was the other one. Was it Jericho? I think you're right. I, I think check that, that for me. I'm gonna Google it, but I, I feel like it was both of them. But uh, I know it was Okada. If anyone, it was definitely Okada. Who's kicked out of the one-winged angel? Oh, yeah, so what are you looking for? Yeah, so once again, only two to people. It all says only two people as of December 11th. And... All right. Oh, Shibata. Not Shibata. Um, the... Okada, right? No, yeah, Okada. Well, the first one they're showing. Oh, that's an official kickout. That's um fucking homie What's... from Golden Golden Lovers, the other one. Oh, um, uh. Abuda, yeah, Abuda Kagoshi. Yeah. Who was the other one? The other one was on Dynamite. Is that Jericho? Who was it? Was it was it Jericho? Was it Page? Was it Page? Was it Page? I can't tell by these shorts. I think it was Page. No, it's got. That's a good question. Oh, it was Kenny. Kenny kicked out of it when he gave it to him. <laughs> they got me, bro. I gotta laugh about that one. <laughs> you see what I was looking at? I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. My head is not in a good place right now. I can't figure out whose pants these are. I was like, he has black hair, and the other guy has, has is definitely hang, Hangman gave it to Kenny, and Kenny kicked out. It's Kenny and Abusha. Oh yeah, Abusha. Yeah. So that ah, God damn it! They told me. Okay. Thank God. Thank God. Uh, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Oh, man. Shout out, JD. What's going on? Russell Brett, I appreciate you. Happy Father's Day. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Let's see what Justin got to say. Intrigued and confused with the. Oh, that's right. I forgot that. Eddie Kingston came out. I forgot about that. Thank you so oh, much. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. That was cool. I'd love to see where that guy goes. That's a quick. Okay. That's where I want to know. You think he might join, you know, BCC or do you. No! Still- Fuck no. <laughs> You're like, hell no. He's a loner. And I, I mean, besides, you know, the death triangle, but like he never was in death triangle. It wasn't death quadro, 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 or whatever square is. <laughs> um, The Rock wins Royal Rumble match next year. 20. You are way ahead of us on that one, but that would be awesome. That was what was supposed to happen this year. And it, they couldn't come to terms for some reason. I think there's a movie being made. Yeah. And we uh, might see that because he's going broke since we already know what's I going on. That shit's some bullshit. I don't want to get into some political bullshit. Yeah, he's, I know. He's getting, he's getting reamed and it shouldn't. He's getting he's getting Amber Heard to his Johnny Depp for sure. I'm with you. I, I but, uh, Yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Anyways, back to Dynamite. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> I think maybe uh, Takeshka takes out Wheeler. Like, he replaces Wheeler. That would doubt to me would establish Black Bull. I would take Black Bull so much more seriously. Oh man, I don't. I don't see Kingston joining. I hope he doesn't. It he doesn't fit. He does not fit with the no, black. I, he, well, he can't. First of all, based on the morals and the standards of wrestling that Brian has for the group, Eddie is none of those things. Yeah, and I'm not saying Eddie's a bad wrestler, but the technical standard. Uh, you know, him and Mox used to be boys. We had that storyline. I did like that. They may be able to work that into some kind of feud somehow. I feel like they squashed their little lover's tiff a couple years back. Yeah. Um, 
but I'm interested to see if he's coming out to fight Blackpool or just to help his friends. So we'll see. Yeah, exactly. Shout out to Brian Cook, man. What's going on, man? Hey, it, it, if not the rare kickouts, Kenny's finisher along with the Burning Hammer would have been the most overpowered in wrestling history. It's fine, Brian. This is cool. I know you're reading this. Yes. It's Appreciate not- you very much for saying happy Father's Day. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate yeah, you. For sure. And I know if you're a father too, Brian Cook, happy Father's Day to you. Appreciate you, family. Appreciate you very, very much. All right. The people that everybody's been waiting for, it's here. I know people. You need to tell me what happened because I did not get. I'll tell you. That's fine. I'm going to do my best to react to non-footage. So bear with me. That's fine. It's cool. But it's time to get into it, gentlemen. AEW Collision that happened 24 hours ago as a debut. Of course, Jr. mentioned in the comments he couldn't. He made it late because he injured himself, had a black eye, and so it was Kevin Kelly and Nigel McGuinness who commentated majority of the show. Until of course. Why am I surprised that Jim Ross came in and fucking talked about the main event? I am not surprised about that. But before we actually get into the overall, I'm not going to get into detailed match. I'm not going to get into each match, but I'll just, I'll break down what I need to break down for the director. But I want to get into this first before we get into it. So we saw this man is officially signed. Jimmy Jacob left, left Impact. He's now a writer for, he is a writer for AEW. Brian Danielson is now also for Collision's writer as well we already know a steals working by you know behind at home weird one. a weird one and now somebody was backstage to surprise me and that is chris hero he was oh, there no. yeah he was there now he is the next one who might get hired as a writer so be expecting that and i want to ask you director first of all the, the writers that we have right now besides punk i mean i know punk is fucking so we already know that but I know that Brian, A. Steele, and Jimmy Jacobs now, who's not part of the team. And would you get Hero to be part of the team as well? Is, is he the next one in line to be a writer? And how would you take that? And would and would you book Chris Hero, a Chris Hero, to compete and be on television, or have him continue to be behind, you know, backstage, be the writer? What are your thoughts of these writers so far? And are you invested? And would you be invested in Chris Hero coming to AEW? I didn't watch Collision to have an opinion if the writers are exclusive to that show, so I don't have an opinion on them, and I don't know mm-hmm. their previous work. As well as with Chris Hero, I don't know what he's written for before that I've experienced. And as far as him getting back in the ring, is that one of the questions? That too. I don't hate Chris Hero at all. Um, I didn't mind him in NXT. I think he went the way of Dominic Djokovic, where they didn't know how to use him. Uh, and then he kind of just bounced. I think something happened with his contract where he just kind of left or something, and he tried to get back in the indies, and then he was like out for a while. He may have retired. I don't know. Uh, I I wouldn't mind seeing Chris Hero's always over. He's over everywhere. I think he's like one of those, like just long-term faces um, dating all the way back to like PWG and shit. So, and he was in a pretty big faction, right? Was he with like CM Punk or something? I believe he was. I don't know. I I don't know. Was this Ring of, I think it was Ring of Honor days. I think it was. Yeah. He was like, I think he was, it was at least closely associated with a click um, for sure. So I, I have no reason not to see him in the ring and I just have to watch Collision to know whether or not I like the writing. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah, I'm with you, too, because I, I have to, I mean, the, don't get me wrong. It was a great debut. Of course, I'll tell you what happened, obviously. We're, we're fucking, let's just get into it. Might as well. I mean, shit. What is, might as well get into that shit. All right. Let's bring up Collision. So this is what we have right here. There you have it. The recap of it. Of course, the opening was CM Punk coming out. Right there, if you see right below me, CM Punk came out. 
I'll just take that off. So you can see CM Punk came out, talked about, oh yeah, you know, I'm the star, you know, you know, you know, I am the star and all this bullshit and how people if you were the star, you would be on Dino Mine, oh <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Thank you. That's why I love you for he's saying that. I just man, when you have the chance, go back and watch that shit because man, I, I know people are saying, and it was it, honestly a lot of people are saying that it was a good debut. Yes, Brian said collision was awesome last night. It felt you know. It did feel like a whole WCW Saturday night for a while. It did feel that way. And it's like shotgun Saturday night in a way. And of course, Hero and Claudio were there. You go. Thank you, Justin. Claudio and Kasnovi and, and Chris Hero were tag teams. I forgot about that. Yes. And Collision was a very good show. Thank you, Justin. You were just in time with that, man. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I got to hit you with a little Justin Credible. <laughs> but we saw CM Punk opening the courts. He opened up the show, you know, sending these back. He was carrying some shit. I don't know what the fuck. He was carrying a bag filled with something. I don't know. Maybe a championship belt, which I'm assuming everybody thought it could be maybe the AEW title that he, you know, didn't return. A lot of people are saying this could be maybe the AEW collision title. Maybe he's going to be just a collision champion. Who knows? We don't know because he did not reveal it. Oh, I know that he came out with a pair of shoes, that he's back, blah, blah, blah. Whatever. I, I wasn't impressed. Didn't really get me. Yes, the crowd went crazy, of course, because they were in Chicago. Source his hometown, CE and Punk. So everybody went nuts for that. And of course, a lot of uh you know good matches we see. I mean, I I honestly you have to go back and we have to when you have the opportunity, you have to see the the return of Andrade versus um Buddy Murphy. That match was awesome. That match was insane. Just seeing Andrade here, you know, they both hurt the shit out of each other. There was uh, a moment that he did a hurricane, uh, hurricane on, on Buddy Murphy outside the ring. Andrade landed on his shoulder, kind of fucked up his shoulder. Buddy kind of fucked up his knee. That's how he lost the belt to Drew. That's literally the same injury to Drew. I don't know what side it was on that one, but I know it was a shoulder injury. Uh, this one was uh, was the what's was uh, was the left was the left one that he fucked himself up in this one, and they still won with the match. Even the, the match was good. Let's see what just is, but it was okay. I felt like he was going. Yes, he did go around in circles. He that he didn't have much to say. Trust me, I, I once Chris sees it, he's gonna feel the same. Yeah, yeah. I, I guarantee you're gonna feel the same director. But man, but this honestly, I feel the match that really really was really, really good to me was uh Andrade and Buddy Murphy. That match was awesome. It was great to see that Andrade came out by himself, and of course. One of the things, too, that, hey, it shocked the world, buddy, but it didn't shock me. I was happy, was the win that Andrade got against Buddy. You know how he won? I'm going to pull the picture for you, director, so you can see how he won. And it's right here. What the hell? The figure four. Figure eight, twice as great. Love yeah. it. Love it. <laughs> Is this, mean, is, this a, is this a thing? Is this a thing that they're going to let us think this is going to happen? Because there's no fucking way she's coming over. There's no uh, way. There's no way. There's, there's no way. way. There's like literally no way. There's no <laughs> way. Like, I'm not saying that it's not possible. It is not possible. No. There's not a reality in the world where she comes over. But then uh, Ric, Flair, Ric Flair left. He was WWF champion. He went to WCW. And yeah, then he came back. Right. Anything That's is possible, but... I I almost don't want it. I I want her to be the John Cena, the Rock of WWF. I want her to be the Glory Girl, the one that stayed. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, the one that didn't jump back and forth. I would love that to be Charlotte. 
And there's also so many other athletes over there that haven't done that yet or at all. Yeah. But I want her to be the number one. So. But it was awesome to see Andrade back. It was. Did, they, it was call, a, did they make a reference? They're like, "Oh, that looks familiar," because they do that sometimes. They did. Uh, I think uh, Kevin Kelly made the reference because this whole this whole entire commentating was really more, you know, Kevin Kelly and, and Nigel, Jim which Ross are, you know, former writers and shit, and commentators. Yeah. Yeah. Jim Ross didn't come into the fucking main event because he did, obviously because he heard. That's fine. Whatever, he does that. Which so is fine. Is yeah, but it was awesome to see that. I mean, it was fucking incredible to see. Um, you know, on the back, the whole crowd. Oh my god, the whole crowd even was insane. Everybody was like, Ole, 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 ole. Actually, that, that shit that was impressed me. And seeing the fan, especially like the Mexican flag out there, really got to me. Like, right there, like, oh, that motherfucker has a Mexican flag. Yeah, he has, <laughs> he has like the state national flag size, too. That's a beautiful flag. And when you go, when you have the opportunity to watch it, that front row was nothing but cheering Andrade the whole fucking time. They were hyping Andrade up and Andrade. And when you see Andrade's face, he was so wanted to, like, he was so happy. He kind of wanted to smile, but he couldn't. He held himself not to smile. He was so happy that he was there. And I know that you mentioned about Charlotte. I know you mentioned, but I think we could see Ric Flair fucking be there. I, and I think Ric Flair could accompany Andrade. It, what, what, what tripped me out was, what really got to me is, where was, you know, the rest of, where was Roosh? Where was the Jose guy? Where were... Where were they? And they weren't around. So I guess they didn't want to take away that moment from them. And let's see in the, in the comments. See, he, yeah, he just said it. But both commentators called it. They figure eight. See, they did call it. Yep. They did call it right there. And Brian said, even even though Andrade's bigger, the way Charlotte figure eight makes it look more powerful. Well, Charlotte's obviously <laughs> more flexible so she can get the arch, but I'm sure his is stronger so he can get the power. Yep. See, like even Brian said, the fans of Rubble were lit. Yes, they were. They were fucking awesome. When is it? Is it does this, this obviously films? No, it's every no, I know, but the filming of this takes place at the Dynamite, like the once a week filming. No, they didn't. No, this is its own filming, right? Because this is in Chicago. This wasn't mm -hmm. wherever Florida or whatever the fuck. It well, yeah, no, it wasn't. It was in Chicago. Fuck, you're right, right. So this is a completely separate filming. Mm-hmm. It's it a was two hour show or one hour show. It, it was two hours. I thought okay. it was gonna be one hour, so it's two hours. Just, this is a this is the SmackDown to Raw. Yeah. Technically, okay, you're right. so this isn't, this isn't a lesser brand. This is an equal brand. I I'm into that. I like that. So we still have Rampage, but we don't have we don't have Elevator Dark or Elevates only on YouTube and no more dark. No more uh, dark. Uh, they they got rid of dark, I believe. Yeah, okay, so we still have Rampage. We still have Rampage, Dynamite, have, and Elevate is on YouTube. Yes, we still have one shows on YouTube. Right? All right. They got rid of uh, they got rid of one of them. So I mean, it was either dark or Elevate. So I think uh, I think dark. I think they got rid okay. of dark. Yeah, they I like this. Them. This is cool. I like that. There's I mean. It's not going to be independent rosters, except for CM Punk and A Steel and the writing team. Yeah, it was yeah. here, and the other collision was Wilson Cannon. Okay, cool. The other the other collisions after that will Brian. So all all collisions going forward will be in will will be in Canada or just the next one. He said it was here in Chicago collision will happen in Canada. Okay, yes. The other collision, so it's gonna be a Canadian exclusive. Dark and Elevation are gone. Oh, oh okay. So they're both gone. So that okay. makes sense. So that's the two hours. So now they can actually have a uh, two different production teams, I guess. This so going there you to go. They, record. They got rid of it. So there right, you go. Wait, whatever. I like this more. I, I I would rather them spend eighty percent more on twenty percent more quality product. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I I totally agree. And I was, you know, like, 
Well, you know, they, they're gonna tour that shit around with, with Collision. So I mean, because you know, they're going to Forbidden Door next next weekend anyway. So that's what they're gonna do with in Canada. That's a fact. So that makes absolute sense. And here's the news that I'm gonna show it to you. I'm just gonna show you something I don't know. Come on, know. <laughs> let me get that to you, bro. Hey, unless you get that to you, I'm gonna take a swig. Of this. Up. Oh, it's so good. Mm. All right. So All right. I don't know. I, I, no. I didn't see anything on Donna. I didn't see anything on Instagram. So this is no. exclusive. And, and I'm going to show you the picture because we have a new TNT champion, Luchasaurus. Right I'm doing there. the Jim Halpert face from the office. <laughs> <laughs> I know that you were like, what the fuck? I know. I know you, you were. <laughs> I know you were. What's the point of the goddamn belt? <laughs> Thank you. No one keeps it longer than uh, six weeks. Thank you. That's it's not the, U.S. This isn't the U.S. This is the hardcore belt. It's not the U.S. belt. It's not the Intercontinental belt. That's what you see in uh, right there on top of me, Christian holding the belt because he fucking cost the match. He's the one that pretty much he hit Warlow with a. Cannon. I'm gonna watch. Still gonna, I'm still gonna watch the show. I know. Like, I know. I know. I'm just saying it. Yeah, you're gonna watch it though. <laughs> so look at Christian. Was celebrating the whole fucking time. He's right. like, fuck it, I was celebrating. He gets that manager's 10%. He gets yeah. that fine <laughs> So now we have Luchasaurus as the fucking TNT champion. The defeated fucking Wardle. I was like, what the fuck? And seeing Christian celebrating with the belt. And he walked away with the belt while Luchasaurus was walking behind him. Like, what the fuck? Give me the belt. <laughs> did not give up the fucking belt at all. Oh Jesus, you have to see it. Oh, you definitely gonna have to see it. And I was shocked. I didn't okay. This is a picture that I want to put up. Let me let me just download. I want to show you this because this is where you're gonna be like, hell no, there's no fucking way. And I'm telling you, this is where fucking Christian took it most of the fucking time. So yeah, whatever. Uh just, just right there. You see? <laughs> Look at that shit. What wow. Christian was just taking the hype the whole fucking time. Yeah, that's why he's the most hated man in the business. Oh, yes, he is. And, um, a, and a smart one. Yeah, just if they put the belt, keep the belt on Lucha for like six months, That's that'll, that'll help me out. That's all I need. I just need a long-term run that matters. That's it. And that belt does not have that since like fucking, I don't even think Joe had a long, longer than a month run on it. Um, You're right. Yeah, maybe like it's good. just, it's just not been viable as a, prestigious belt oh new jersey okay thank you brian now we know thanks i guess it is, yeah, they're gonna go around for sure then okay cool so it's not just america i mean canada like that yeah. sounded like you thought all right cool there you Thanks. go yes and of course we had you know the return of miro if you see him right there on your top of you as he faced tony nice it was good to see Miro in the crowd went crazy miro looks like he lost weight he did lose weight that's for sure and it was good to see Miro back and having that matchup that he did against Tony Nese. And, of course, there you go. What a, what a way to do it. The accolade, yeah. The accolade, yes. And way how to finish it, man. Miro still got it. The crowd got insane. I was hyped for him. I was really happy. It was, I was extremely happy to see Miro there. Um, of course, with Dusty the Acclaim. Uh you will love your claim one. I'll tell you that right now because Tony Schiavone got involved in that. It's his or me, daddy. So you got to see that. I'm looking for that picture, but you got to see it. You got to watch that. Yeah, run feed. And then, of course, uh, Willow Nightingale and Sky Blue, they faced uh, the Outcast. 
and of course they, they got the win with the spray. Uh, oh, the Outcast won. Okay, Makes yeah. Sense. No, no, yeah, no. They they lost. So yeah, I mean, the, the Outcast lost, and this is because why? Because right there, uh, Little Nano Gale caused oh, storm right there to cause it to spray it on that, and of course, you know, Sky Blue hitting their finisher on um, Ruby Soho and got the win. So cool. good for them. I like, that. So, like I said, they're pushing the right people in the right direction. Yes, and they're using, <laughs> and they're using they're using. Yeah, literally that. That's not you're not wrong, Brian. You're not Tell wrong, Brian. Um, so the the term uh, enhancement talent is mm-hmm. originally used as the jobber rookie is used to enhance the veteran. That's right. what that term means, and is what it meant. Now, what I think AEW is getting pretty good at doing is the enhancement talent now are the veterans who are enhancing the up-and-comers in situations like this, and I'm for it. I love it. Thank God, and thank you for pointing it out because I we're finally get to see that. Because if you go, if we go back from the beginning of fucking this, we really didn't see that much in the beginning of it. I mean, we, now, didn't see, we didn't see – it wasn't as bad as 1995 WWF. I agree. It was never agree. that bad. And we get cool things. We get, like, Jericho losing to um, – uh, Andrade Nightshade or whatever the fuck his name was. I forget that guy, the the dude. Who's that guy that, that debuted and like beat Jericho in his first match like two months ago? Uh fuck. Who the fuck was it? I I, I know he's Andrade Almas or something. Uh, actually Andretti. Actually Andretti. Yeah, yeah, that guy. I was close. I was so close. Like, you know, that was cool. That wasn't Kevin. That was that was bigger than Kevin Owens over John Cena, in my opinion. Um so we we still we still get those moments. We're not getting a whole lot of jobs. We're not getting like Hogan beating the shit out of everybody because his contract says so. So uh, AEW has never made me feel like they're badly booking rookies out of the egos of the headliners. And good good point from Brian. What he says, yeah, Sky has gotten so much better from when she got to AEW and she yeah. was great with yeah. Willow yeah. because they're constantly training. They're training on the job. They're training in the ring and they're training on TV and they're training in main events. And she's in a major title picture, and she was in you know two co-main events in a week. So yeah, they're getting the time and the practice where it needs to be, and I'm I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm here for it too, and and and, and I'm happy for that. And it was awesome, you know, like it, it was good to see the women. And I'm just wondering where the hell Saray. I know she's on probably um, yeah, she's on vacation. So I mean, I'm hoping we get to see her as back, and see how they're gonna book it, and see where they're gonna book her. We'll see. I mean, we'll have to wait and see how they're gonna do it. And yeah, so <laughs> Jesus, man, I, I yeah, it, it's it's about that time to get into some fucking middle. But all right, now let's get into the middle. Man. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna talk about it. This is what we got right here. You see, right there, there's punk. There's punk. And there's, and there's sweet juice. Yes, yes. Okay, so yes, for sure, we are. And no, 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 you're all good. You're all good. I got like seven minutes left or less. Yeah, me too. Don't worry, don't worry. But yeah, so there you go. CM Punk, Samoa Joe, of course, it kind of just started it off. Dallas cut us a bad show. Everybody was like, damn, we haven't seen that shit since the Ring of Honor. Of course, we haven't seen that since the Ring of, the Ring of Honor days. And of course, you know, good to see Jay White in the ring, of course, with Punk. And um, man, I didn't expect uh, Joe almost had Punk right here. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? Is this getting close? No way. I did not expect that. And, um, of course, you know, CM Punk and his boys got the win. So we already know that. Blah, blah, blah. 
And yeah, there you have it. So CM Punk pinned Juice Robinson. We called it last week. I said it last week. I said it. He was going to pin not Jay White, Samoa Joe. He pinned Juice Robinson. Of course, FTR hit the oh, finisher. They, they, call that, they call that the fall guy. Like, the fall, just like, yes. Just like, just like Wheeler Yuta. He's a fall guy. If you go back and watch it, trust me, when you go to, when you when you watch it, you're gonna be like, what the fuck? <laughs> you're because Juice took a lot of bumps from FTR and man, and from Punk. He took a lot of bumps. So when you see that, you're gonna be like, oh shit, okay. Uh so there, I mean, there's the win. I mean, obviously you saw it in the right bottom right bottom, CM Punk, his win. Uh I would love to get your thoughts once you get once you see it, you know, but I, all I can tell you is the crowd was happy. They were stoked. And yeah, it was a fan service here in Chicago. Um, FTR, I know, are from the Midwest. I don't know specifically Chicago, but I know they're from Tornado Alley, that area. Chicago, CM Punk already has two losses in Chicago. He's not going to de- re-debut and hang out with his friends and with the champions and take that L. So this is totally okay with me as far as, like, if I'm going to be forced to watch Phil on TV and you're going to write decent stories, this isn't the worst. No, nah, yeah, I absolutely agree. So we'll see how this is going to turn out next Saturday. So before we go, ladies and gentlemen, there you go for next week's Dynamite. There's, there's the card. Of course, Orange Cassidy and Shibata versus Daniel Garcia, Zach Jr., Jericho, Sammy Guevara, and Minoru Suzuki, which I'm, I'm like, what the fuck? Why is he getting this team? Versus Action Andretti, Darius Martin, AR a- Fox. We do see Jeff Jarrett, he challenged Mark Briscoe, which shout out to Rampage. If you guys did not see it, go back and see it because Rev Audrey fucking hit Jay Lethal with a guitar. That shit was hilarious. And, and she was in a matchup, too. You got to go back and watch that. That was awesome. And, of course, Chris Stanlander, Tyo Valkyrie. I'm, I'm going to let you finish. You finish this up. I can't wait to see that Stanlander. That Stanlander, Tyo Valkyrie match, Jay Cargill is going to fuck that shit up. And I'll be very sad, but it is what it is. I love you guys. I will see you next week. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry, I just, I, there's an emergency. So yes, I got to go yes. back really bad. I'm just going to be honest with y'all. There you go. That's hard for sure. Lennox, thanks for showing up. Brian. Jack, if you're still here, just in time, Clark Street, Chicago. Love you guys. Courtney, see you later. Peace. Uh, that's right. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. So we are done now here. As the director already called it out. But, yes, that is next week's right there. Of course, we got the Blind Eliminated Terminated match, which I'm looking to see who's going to be in that tournament. Regard to Hardy versus the Gun, so I'm looking forward to seeing that. All of this next week's Dynamite card is going to be fantastic. Uh, I'm looking forward. And, yes, ladies and gentlemen, as well as the director had to go, now is the time for us to go as well, ladies and gentlemen. It is that time, unfortunately. Yes, I know, I know, I know people. I know people that don't want me to, but it is about that time. Because the only thing I'm not looking forward to is Dynamite is Jeff Jerry Briscoe match. I, thank you, J-Man. I, I, I fucking love you. Thank you. You said yes. Yes, you are absolutely right. But Jeff Jarrett, you need to stay. Oh, I'll, I'll put it. You know what? Jeff Jarrett, you need to stay backstage. You need to, you, Tony Khan. You need to book Jeff Jarrett. Be backstage. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> well, you're bullshit, Tony Khan. You need to have Jeff Jarrett behind. Okay, he does not deserve to be on TV. You see, Jay Man even said, "Go away, Double J." Jesus, go away. No, damn it, we don't want it. No, hey, yo, what the fuck? All we get every time when we see Jeff Jarrett. I don't want to see him either. I don't want to see him. No, 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 no. No, Lee. No, no. So you gotta give, give me what I want. You have to. 
You have to give us what we want. Yes. Keep thank you. Even Nick, shout out to Nick to Ring Fanatics too. Thank you so much. Yeah, keep Jeff Cherry backstage, but keep it. <laughs> I'm with you. At least uh, hey, that's it. Nick, I'm with you with the whole keep the keep theme song on TV. That's for sure. I'm with you, brother. <laughs> I am absolutely with you. But man, yes, ladies and gentlemen, of course, the director left. You know, it's that time. You know it is, man. I know. I know you guys. Are- the fuck? Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, because, you know, it is. It is, unfortunately, and it is that time. It's time for us to go. Because, yes, we are done here. I'm done. Of course, because, you know, Chris already left as well. You guys already know. It is about that time. Autobots, transform and roll out. Yes, it is about that time, ladies and gentlemen. But I want to appreciate everybody for tuning in. Thank you so much for joining us here. It's been amazing. It's been fantastic. Thank you so much for everything. And I hope everybody's enjoying their Father's Day. And even if you're not like a father, father, you're still a father because if you have, if you own animals, if you own pets, anything, you're still a father regardless. So happy Father's to everybody. Happy Father's Day. Enjoy the rest of the Father's Day today, Sunday, fun day. Enjoy it. Have a great time. We have, I appreciate everybody on the chat as well. Thank you so much, Jay, man. I appreciate you. I thank you so much. Much love to you, brother. And a shout out to everybody in the chat. Justin, Nick, Brian, Lennox. Thank you so much, Tim. Gordon Clark Street, appreciate you. JD, uh, Jackal, thank you so much for tuning in. Courtney, of course. iClass, Dom, appreciate you all, guys, for tuning in today. And we'll be back this week coming up. We'll do the prediction for, of course, a prediction for Forbidden Door. We will get into that. Uh, might be, you know, the day before. We're not quite sure because we do have, mind you, PCW that we have to be attending. So we'll try to do as best as we can. We'll keep you guys up to date and make sure you follow us on the social media platforms. And don't forget to follow us on the Bloodline Entertainment Network as well. It's right up there. Make sure. And while you're at it, make sure you go to the website. Go to bloodlineentertainment.com for everything you guys want for any sports, any you know, any articles that are all there from sports, pro wrestling, MMA. You have it all there. It's all there. Check it out. Go to bloodandentertainment.com to check all of all anything you guys need. It's right there, ladies and gentlemen. But once again, thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. This is the whole Stevie's one. Thank you once again for the shout out for my recovery. I'm still recovering. It's take time, of course. Uh, that's why I haven't been out loud, but yes. You already know, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you guys for tuning in. Do not forget that here in the Circle to Me podcast, we don't just podcast. We make history. Enjoy Sunday, guys, and we'll see you next week. Must be your Jew. Goodbye. Mwah. And good night. Oh, my God. It's so great. Bang! Yes! <laughs>